Welcome to another informative episode of Alberta Doctors Digest, brought to you by the Alberta Medical Association. You've tuned in to one of the many stories from our online publication at add.albertadoctors.org. We're the flagship source of information and opinion of the Alberta Medical Association, advancing patient-centered quality care by advocating for and supporting physician leadership and wellness. Let's get started. Well, hello everyone, and welcome to another Alberta Doctors Digest interview. As always, I'm your host, Editor-in-Chief Marvin Polis. For this interview, I'm sitting down with Zoheb Siddiqui. He's a second-year medical student at the University of Alberta. In fact, we're here at the U of A right now, and we're going to have a chat about what you're up to. First of all, I understand that you are on the board for the Alberta Medical Association. Tell us some background on that, Zoheb. Why are you involved with the AMA? So I got involved with the AMA basically uh, last summer. I applied to attend a representative forum, but uh, unfortunately I wasn't selected. But uh, it just really inspired me to uh, run for the AMA position after. And I was really lucky that, you know, my class elected me. And after that, I found out that as an AMA representative, you could also sit on the AMA board. And even though you don't get a vote, uh, you're an observer, you can still attend the meetings and you can learn a lot from the board. They're currently working on a lot of new initiatives, the Income Equity Initiative. I learned so much about that. I learned so much about health economics. So I consider myself really fortunate to be around people who are really, really successful and people who know a lot about these things and people from whom I can learn so much. So tell me more about that. I understand it is a one-year term. Does it alternate back and forth between uh, Calgary and Edmonton? Yeah, so in Alberta, we have two medical schools. We have University of Calgary and University of Alberta. And they like to give the AMA representatives at both schools an equal opportunity to participate in these positions. So the individuals who are elected as AMA representatives from the University of Alberta and from the University of Calgary have a chance to be board members. I was the board member last year from January up till December on the AMA board. The Calgary representative was a board member on the College of Physicians and Surgeons of Alberta, and her term was going to end this December as well. So when we elect the first year representative in the next month, they're going to take over as the College of Physicians and Surgeons uh, board member in January. And so it just allows um, different perspectives to be provided on the subject, because Calgary might have a different say than Edmonton. Um, Calgary also has a different program. So it's good to get those different perspectives in those different organizations. And you mentioned that you were elected by your class. How does that work? Yeah, so basically at the very beginning of the year, we have an election for a bunch of different positions. Um, One of them is uh, my position, which is the AMA representative, but we have a government affairs and advocacy committee. We have uh, class council positions. And later in the year, in April, we have um, MSA executive or medical student association executive positions. So it can be really, really overwhelming in the beginning because you want to get involved in something that you're passionate about, but you don't really know what to do. And sometimes you can sometimes have even buyer's remorse if you think maybe I could have done something better or differently this way. So the AMA position really just resonated with me just because of the fact that you can get involved with a real organization, the fact that you can attend conferences where physicians who have been working in the subject for years and years, they can mentor you. And one of the interesting things about the AMA position is that it actually lasts four years. In the first two years, you do most of your events, um, you're communicating with students. But in your third and fourth year, when you're in clerkship, when you're doing your clinical rotations, even though you're super busy with them, you can still attend representative forums and you can still be involved in advocacy. And it's one of the few, I think it's the only position that lasts that long. Okay, so 
although you're on the board for one year, your involvement is actually longer than that. Yeah, exactly. So the way it works is that we want to give the first year representatives a chance to get the most experience. So as a first year, I was fortunate to be on the board. I coordinated many of the events. I got to go to many of the meetings. I even got a vote at the representative forums. Now that I'm transitioning into my second year, I'm going to be giving a lot of those responsibilities to my first year representative. Uh, he or she will be coordinating a lot of the events. They will be having a vote at the forum whenever they're ready, and they will be taking over as a board member. The only difference being it won't be for the AMA board, it will be for the CPSA board. In second year, your duties decrease a little bit because they know that you're busy. You're mostly a, a mentor for the first year representative. And then in third and fourth year, they're super limited, but you still kind of have your foot in the door. You still have a way to communicate with different people and learn a lot more. Now you mentioned advocacy, and I know you have a special interest in advocacy. Is that part of why you're involved with the AMA? Yeah, so I actually started my undergraduate degree in political science and economics. Uh, I ended up transferring to neuroscience because I really liked how uh, the brain worked. But that interest in uh, politics and economics and really making an impact on the large scale kind of still resonates with me. And I love working with patients. I love working in the clinical environment, even though I have limited experience. But it's so good to kind of mix up your educational experience by also participating in these kind of larger scale things. I think um, we, we have a very strong healthcare system, especially when we look at our neighbors to the south, but there's so much more that we can do. One of the ways you can get involved in learning about the healthcare system is being involved in the Alberta Medical Association. Because even though they're mostly advocating for physicians, if physicians are healthy, if physicians are happy, that directly relates to patients as well as patient care. Um, you also have a chance to learn about uh, economics as well as politics politics because they have a lot of connections with the government. They have uh, agreements with the government as well. So because of that, you pick up little tidbits of information which really elucidate a lot of the information which you may not have known before. But by no means is the AMA position the only way to get involved. There are so many ways to get involved, whether it's by the Medical Student Association Executive, whether it's through the Government Affairs and Advocacy Committee, or whether you're just starting your own initiative and you're talking to politicians or leaders by yourself because you have some ideas of what you want to do. So in addition to becoming a fantastic doctor, you also want to play a role in making our healthcare system better. Well, I mean, the, the goal is in medical school to be, uh, uh, as you say, a fantastic doctor first, right? The patients are always going to come first. You never want to take time away from your medical school education. You want to make sure that you're picking up on all the information and you're still going to the family clinic to get that patient experience. But you can also support patients in other ways through advocacy work just because one thing which I eventually want to work on is pharmacare. There's um, thousands of people in Canada who can't afford proper medication, who can't afford proper drugs, and because of that, they present in the emergency department. So one way to support patients is by talking to them, by listening to them, doing that main physician role. But you also need to support physicians by looking at the large-scale changes that you can make, which will improve their health care and prevent disorders and prevent uh, exacerbations of diseases rather than kind of aiming at curing them. Now, one more thing before we wrap up. You mentioned that you were involved in other things before you entered medical school. What's your rationale on that, and what are your thoughts for students who, who might want to delay their entry into med school uh, just slightly? It's definitely a, a difficult option. I mean, on one side, it's great that, you know, apply to medical school early and the earlier you can get in, it's very beneficial. The medical career is very, very long and, you know, it can get tiresome. On the other side, doing a lot of 
other things before medical school, whether it's teaching, volunteering, traveling, um, doing research. All these things are related to medicine, right? There's ways to get involved in research in medical school. There are ways to get involved in advocacy. There's ways to get involved in teaching. And I think that given those experiences that you have before medical school, those will help you get involved in different things when you're actually in medical school later. I think there's pros and cons to both approaches, but I think that if you are someone who's a bit older or who applied multiple times before medicine, I think that you do take things away from that, you do learn from that, and it will eventually help you later in your career, even if you can't see that right now. Great. Any final thoughts? Um, I am passionate about advocacy. I think I could do a lot more. I'm trying to get involved in a lot more. And I hope, uh, even though my term ends as board member this December, I still hope to be involved in the AMA and see where I can go. Great. Well, thanks for uh, taking some time out of your very busy schedule and and joining me here for this uh, interview about your involvement with the Alberta Medical Association. Thank you so much, Marvin. Thanks again for tuning in to Alberta Doctors Digest, brought to you by the Alberta Medical Association. This has been just one of the many stories from the current issue of our online publication. You can read the entire publication at add.albertadoctors.org. See you next time.